0: It's always great to have a Super Bowl champ in studio on NFL Draft Day. The head coach of the Hawks of Hazelwood Central, a like Michelle, a, a proud Fighting eye. The one, the only uh, friend in life, friend of the show, friend of 101 ESPN, Carrie Davis. CD, good to see you. Man. Good morning. How are you all doing? <laughs> good. Thanks, Thanks for, for stopping here. by. Thank you for having me.
1: It's so great to have you. Well, as Randy mentioned, you are a proud alum of the University of I Illinois. Am. So I let's am. just get this out of the way, Carrie. What do you feel about Coach Bielma and the state of the Illini right now?
2: You know, I'm I'm I've taken a stance of I'll wait and see. I've I've been hurt too many times in this relationship and I think that at this point I'm just gonna wait and see how it goes. I, I, I hope for the best, but as an alumni you always prepare for the worst. Yes so, we do. Confirmed. Um you know, this is just the life that we live. It's a hard road. I, I've told Michelle many times this is probably the hardest thing I've ever done in my life is being an alumni. So <laughs> I'm going to continue to fight the good fight with us and, and and pray that things work out well.
0: Here's why I really like Brett Bielma at Illinois. And by the way, I know that Scott Frost was a Nebraska guy, and that was a logical choice there. But I thought Bielma was like the quintessential choice for Nebraska. But now more than ever, those big, tough Farm grown, corn fed linemen that Bielma yes. likes. There's more of them available now than there's ever been because of the offense everybody's playing. Right, he's probably got more opportunity to get his type of players into Champagne than he's ever had before.
2: I hope so. I mean, you know, you look at the Wisconsins of the world and and how they've ran the ball while he was there, and and you expect us to to kind of emulate that and, and and become become that in some in some regards. Um, I hope that that's the case I hope we get big guys in there that like to move people from A to B um, and then we get little people that are fast and can run and and quick that can make plays Uh, but again I just I I have to wait and see because Mm -hmm. you know as as I've said we we, we beat Penn State at Penn State and then Mm -hmm. the following week we go to Rutgers Uh, and take an L so it's it's really hard being in the line. And you can feel that
1: Rutgers lost comment from oh, and, a mile and, and
2: away. I, I, you know, people laugh. Oh, y'all lost the Ruckers. I said, No way we did. We we just yeah. mm-hmm. I was I think we had a game that I wasn't able to catch the game. Uh and, and you get you get done, you settle down and you see the score and you're just like, What in
0: the world is going on here? Here we go. All right. Most weeks, Coach came on with us. He didn't come on after the <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that's expected. That's a tough loss coming off
2: such a big win. So, yeah, it's it's for me, it's wait and see. I, you know, I, I hope that they do well. I, I'm rooting for those guys. Uh, you know, I'm orange and blue ILL all day. Um, but I have to wait and see because I've I've been hurt too many times.
1: Well, Kerry, not only as a former Illini, he's a Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And there are a few organizations in sports that have had the consistency and the stability that the Pittsburgh Steelers do. This this most recent iteration of them because of mm-hmm. Mike Tomlin. And Mitch Trubisky is a guy, Kerry, that I'm really intrigued by. He was dealt with a, a lot of chaos in Chicago. When he went to Buffalo, uh, he got a lot of high praise from the staff there, from Josh Allen, saying this is a really talented guy mm-hmm. who needed to learn how to believe in himself again and just needed some stability. So when I found out that he was going to the Steelers, I thought that's the perfect landing spot for him.
2: I'm I, I'm not sure. I don't know if because there's been talks that they may select a quarterback if they're, if the right one is available in the draft uh, today. Um, you know, I think that Mitchell Trubisky came in that he was the second overall pick coming out that mm-hmm. year and a lot of people had questions about his ability because he hadn't played much at, at North Carolina. And, and you know, it kind of showed. Obviously, he went to a, a place, a destination that has struggled with quarterbacks. I, I, they, them and the Browns, I think, have <laughs> ha, had the most quarterbacks of anybody mm-hmm. in the last 20, 25 years. Um, so, you know, maybe that's a part of it. Maybe having some stability with a head coach that has, you know, been there for so many years, has been to, to a few Super Bowls, has won one, uh, can help calm him down and, and bring him back to to what most people believe he can be. Um, but if they draft a quarterback in the first round, that's going to be null and void. <laughs> so it's
0: not going to matter. And they – Pittsburgh, I, I tell people, even though they weren't great last year, but they aren't far away. I no. mean – they need to the, and i don't think anybody does a better job than that organization of developing offensive linemen tell me if i'm i'm wrong here yeah
2: they do a very good job
0: because they they can get guys you've never heard of and all of a sudden they show up in the playoffs and say that's a really good offensive yeah. line who yeah. are these guys yeah. their defense is already there
2: i think the secondary could use especially at corner uh mm-hmm. you know i think they could play a little bit better Talent-wise, on the offensive side, I mean, Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson. If Chase can can mm-hmm. can mature uh, into the young man, he's super talented. If he can mature and be the, the young man that they need him to be, I think they are a quarterback. Yeah, fair move Yeah, Yeah, yes. He, I love him. He's he's a, he's amazing as well. I think they are uh, a, an offense and a defense that can be, you know, an elite team. They, they're, and they're just a quarterback away. I think Isn't that amazing? They, they are a quarterback away <laughs> yeah. from, from being, and especially in that division, you, you're going to have to have that quarterback because right now it is, it is packed with, with elite quarterbacks.
1: Well, the NFL draft first round is tonight, Kerry. Is there a particular player that you're really intrigued by that you can't wait to see at the next oh, level?
2: I, I definitely have to stay with the hometown kid, Jamison Williams. <laughs> and I think, um, you know, as, as crazy as this may sound, tearing his ACL may have been a blessing. Uh, and that's because when you tear your ACL, people tend to, oh, he's not going to be ready. We won't draft him in the first five picks. Well, yeah, thank you, because most times the first <laughs> five picks are terrible You're teams. You're a giant or a jack. You are. <laughs> or a brown. <laughs> yeah, 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 those so, um, you know, I think that 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 may have been a blessing in disguise. And now he's starting to move back up in the draft in, in some people's mind. I, I just think this receivers class is going to be extremely important. Um, fun to watch over the mm-hmm. next few years. The last couple of drafts with the receivers that have been drafted have been, you know, Chase um,
1: uh, um, Jamar Chase, Jamar
2: Chase yeah. J- Justin Jefferson um, from Minnesota. You got guys that are coming in and making plays right away and I think, what I do believe is I think those those older not older receivers, but the, the Tyreek Hills of the world saw this class and like, let me go get my money before mm-hmm. they draft one of these guys and I don't get anything. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that this receivers class is going to be fun to watch over the next few years.
0: You watch the game differently than we do, but I always read about how the NFL now is stealing stuff from college. Has mm-hmm. that made it easier, do you think, for receivers to walk in and, yes. and play in the NFL? It's made it easier for receivers and harder
2: for linemen. <laughs> because in the in the in, in offense, um, you know, in college you don't there's not as much um regard for, for the the deep pass sets or the the, the 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 philosophies are much different. So the quarterbacks and the and the O linemen have a different set of rules and I think it's made you've seen defensive linemen get to the quarterback, defensive linemen get to the quarterback with much more ease because offensive linemen are not prepared as well uh at the collegiate level. To, to have success when they get to the NFL because the the, the philosophies and the concepts are, are completely different.
0: It's great to have Kerry Davis here on draft day. And just one quick thing. It's still on my bio. It says Randy did the pregame for the St. Louis Rams when they were here. Michelle yes. was producer of that show. Yeah. I, Coach Venturi and I did it. And so I'm always introduced because it's still in my bio when I do MC work. And one of my stock lines, Carrie, is yeah, I had the easy job. Can you imagine having to do post game for the St. Louis Rams? That was
2: and, a tough job.
0: It's
1: kind of amazing that Carrie still wanted to join us today. Amazing.
2: Shout out to Stalter and Mike Young. We had some long nights, man. It, it you was did. it was some long, hard nights and, and you know, it was tough sometimes. Most times actually. Yeah.
1: But you know what though? This day was our Super Bowl draft. It was. Day was, it, the was Super it was, Bowl for it, was
2: us. it was the best day of the year because we got to see who they're gonna who they they were going to draft. I think the Ty Gurley draft was probably one of the best ones because <laughs> we were all surprised with mm-hmm. that pick. Um, you know, it was it was exciting. It was it. But those post game shows were 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 hard on me.
1: I'm sure I can't even. <laughs> at some point, you point. you just have to kind of laugh. It, though, it right? was
2: yeah, especially if they were playing in Seattle or if they were playing in in Saturday. It was long. It was late at night, and we had to. <laughs> it's one o'clock in the morning, and we're like, "What? What do you want from what us? What are we doing here? <laughs> right? What more can I give? Breaking you? down 164 yards <laughs> of offense uh, 1. One. <laughs> 1.2 yards rushing. Right, just <laughs> let me go home, please." <laughs> Please. You know what though
1: we would always say at least they play Seattle hard. <laughs> right. They play Seattle hard. Those were the justifications we <laughs>
2: yes. had. Yes. yes. Okay. I like that 4 and 2 record against the division and then, you know, 2 and, and, and uh, 2 uh, and 12 and against, against the Redsters. Yeah.
1: Absolutely brutal. Oh, well, let's talk about some of the headlines in the NFL. Carrie, DeBo Samuel, that saga still hasn't found a resolution yet. He clearly doesn't want to be with the 49ers. Yeah,
2: according to the the video that went viral of him <laughs> in the nightclubs, no, I'm not yeah. nah, I'm not going back there. Yeah, DeBo's uh, coming back.
1: No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I I'm will not.
2: not be a 49er again Uh, I think you know part of that is is the way that they most receivers are are receivers now you'll do other things to help the team but if you're giving me the ball 15 times as a running back and I am a receiver even though I may be built like a running back even though I may be able to run the ball as well or, or better than some of the running backs on our roster I am a receiver for a reason. I want to be outside yeah. and, and away from all the traffic and all the collisions that take place. So I think that, that him seeing that and understanding, like, if I continue to do, to do this in this position, my, my career may be shortened, um, and I need to get out of here and find a place where they're going to actually just throw me the ball and let me run routes and, and compete against DBs.
1: And where would you like to see him land? If you could put well, him on any team, I, where would you put him? You
2: just mentioned this and I didn't think about it, but you said Baltimore. Yeah. And during I the think break. that would be a, a fantastic landing spot for him. Uh Lamar Jackson needs a number one receiver. Mike Marquise Brown is, is is very good, um, but he's not a number one receiver. You have Andrews at tight end who who is amazing and all pro type of tight end, but he needs that number one guy to throw to and, and we were talking about it. If they get a guy like Debo Samuel, it's already going to be hard for my Pittsburgh Steelers in that <laughs> in that division with, with Burrow and and now Deshaun Watson and and Lamar Jackson at quarterback, it's going to be extremely hard for the Steelers to to compete every single week in that division. A guy like Debo Samuel for for Lamar is a is an opportunity for him to be back on that MVP pedestal and and the MVP talk that he has been a few last few years.
0: Thing is, I wonder if what makes Debo valuable is the fact that they used him at running back. Because I don't see him like a Tyreek or a Devontae or or a Chase type. I don't see him in that echelon of wide receiver.
2: No, he's not. But uh, in in regards to speed, but I think route running – the ability to, to catch the ball with his hands and 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 separation from DBs is is up there with everybody else and and I think the fact that he is able to run the ball just adds more to you know to to his armor and what he's able to do. Um, but he's a receiver. He's a yeah. guy that I want to throw the ball to. You know him and George Kittle. I, I think those two together are are dynamic. Um, but I think as a receiver, if, if you talk to most receivers, they don't want to run the football. They, I mean, mm. once, maybe every three, four weeks, yeah, I'll, I'll do a trick play. Uh, but if you're giving me the ball 15 times a game, I don't want to do that, Coach, so... You know, I think that's part of the, the dilemma. I don't know that for sure, but I would believe that that's part of it.
0: You know what's interesting about the Ravens is that they're so creative in the running game and utilizing Lamar. They aren't very creative in the passing game, are yeah. they?
2: No. Well, well, yeah, and I think that's partially because of you know the, what the talent. Yeah, They got Bateman, who they, they drafted last mm-hmm. year, who's going to be pretty good. But if you get a, a true number one receiver um, and, and then you get J.K. Dobbins back, they had so many injuries in the backfield last year where you know it put a lot more stress on Lamar to have to throw the ball and have to have guys that didn't even come into the, to the team in, in training camp as, as on the team and, mm-hmm. you know, had to finish the season with them. So I think they're going to get a lot of help back in the backfield. Um, and, and, you know, they're going to be – I think they'll be Okay.
1: I want to get your take on the Dolphins. So the Dolphins are kind of our adopted uh, team here really? on, on Carrick and Small. Oh, okay. Well, we needed a team, and we put it out to the we, listeners, and they vote, Miami. They voted the Dolphins. What in the world. I know. With Tua. Uh, yeah. Well, that's what I wanted to that's, ask you about. So clearly, they, they have Jalen Wild. They go out. They get Tyreek Hill. They're trying to put Tua in the best possible position to succeed and prove if he's the guy. Do you think he can do it?
2: I I mean I I don't think they think he can do it. I, I mean, if you believe the reports that came out over the last couple of weeks, where you know Tom Brady retired and his plan was to meet up with him and Peyton Sean Payton, down in Miami that tells you a lot about what they think about uh, Tua uh, they they may not believe that he's the guy um, and, and they had opportunities to not draft him he was coming off of a hip injury out of college uh, and, and that's the same draft with with a Justin Herbert yep, who is doing pick. extremely well out in LA um, you know I think they believe I think they believe that he may not be the guy and they're trying to give him every opportunity to succeed you bring in a Tyreek Hill I, I don't know that he's going to be able to get the ball to him on those deep routes. Uh, it's going to be. It's, it, it, I, I'm I'm interested to see how it works out. But I, I think this may be the last real opportunity you see for Tua Tagovailoa as a as a starting quarterback in this league. Mm-hmm.
0: And it, it's interesting that they started the tank for Tua thing. Remember when they yeah, got rid of yeah, everybody yeah. in Flores? And, and I wonder if they just got so hung up on Tua. But they didn't even really pay attention that Herbert was well, there. I
2: don't think that Justin Herbert, I think, has surprised a lot of people because coming out of college, I don't think he had he he I don't think people believe he had as much of a high side as as, as Tua did. Tua was, you know, a national champion, came in as a freshman and, and brought the team back mm-hmm. to win against Georgia. You know, he had all of these accolades and, and Heisman candidate and all of those things that he had done. Um, you know, and when you looked at Justin Herbert, you're like, uh eh, he's okay, but maybe maybe not what what we believe Tua to be. And that's not how things work in the NFL. You know, sometimes guys play above what they were in college and sometimes they don't. So, you know, it's 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 a crapshoot at times. I think you take the guy that you believe in, but it, it just happens to be that that Justin is is the better player right now,
0: and I think now more than back in the day, you need a big arm. Joe yeah. Montana didn't have a huge arm, Correct. right? But was able to win. I think you need to be able to really go vertical now.
2: You have to stretch the field. You yeah. have to be able to have guys that can that can you know run those deep routes and get those DBs out of there, so you can hit some of the under routes, some of the deeper under routes and, and and digs and things of that nature and and you have to be able to complete those deep passes. I mean it's it's part of the game. It's part of, of of what the NFL is and being able to make those plays down the field and you know you got these guys that you're paying hundreds of millions of dollars to to, mm-hmm. to go catch passes. You got to give them opportunities, the best opportunity to do that.
1: We're coming off probably the most exciting NFL playoffs we've ever seen oh, at yeah. least in recent memory. There's so much drama and so many transactions that happened in the offseason. A lot of teams look completely different heading into this year or at least change their fortunes. So heading into this season, and that this answer may change after tonight with the draft, but what are some teams that you think are really big threats or Super Bowl contenders this year?
2: Oh, man. Or that you're
1: excited about, even? Well,
2: I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, I hate to say this. I, well, I, because it's a. Cincinnati again. I I mean they they got their old line. They they don't even I don't even think they feel they need to draft any old line because they did a great job in in free agency of bringing guys in. That's really the only thing that they were missing. Offensively and defensively, they they get after it. Um so I think Cincinnati is 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 in a position to be right back where they were. The Rams, I don't know how you 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 can turn away from them with, with what they did last year. I don't believe that. I think Tampa Bay's run is has has gone. I think I think Tom Brady. I know we've been saying this for probably 15 years now, <laughs> but hey, I'm gonna say it again. I think that Tom Brady may be. You know, may they they may not have an opportunity to Careful, do anything. He's gonna I, clip I this know. off and play <laughs> as right? motivation. He's gonna hear that. Um, but I would I would say the Bengals. I just like what they did last year as a team. Um, and and I mean, obviously, you still have to look at the Chiefs, even though Tyreek is gone. That AFC West is going to be. It's going to be bloodshed every week trying to trying right, to get to yeah. it. So it's, it's, that's going to be a fun division to watch.
0: So you, when we you brought up the Browns with a high level of disdain, yeah, we've talked about the Ravens, we've talked about the Bengals. How much does that hurt you to talk about those teams being competitive? Oh, it,
2: it's awful. <laughs> it's, it's 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 almost as bad as feeling like the Illini. Like it's, it's, oh, it's on that it's on it's on par with that, um, because you see what the division is becoming, and anytime you have you know elite quarterback play in your division, it's going to be tough to to come out of that division. So the, the Steelers are going to have to find a QB that can can be on par with those guys because those three guys are MVP-talented MVP, MVP talented quarterbacks every single year, and they're not going away anytime soon. They, they think the, the oldest one may be, what, 26, 27? Mm-hmm, right. So <laughs> it's going to be a long time. So yeah, it's going to be tough
0: man it's great to see you i gotta ask you about trayvon walker who's the odds-on favorite to be the first pick in the draft tonight he had nine and a half sacks in his career yep had six sacks he was third on georgia by the way georgia going to have five first round defensive players taken mm-hmm. but you coach you evaluate when you have a, a, a guy like that how does he go from low first round you've seen all the games you they stop playing games and all of a sudden he's the number 1 <laughs> right, pick
2: right i think the the scariest word in in the nfl is is potential or if if he just figures it out or if he can do this or if he that is the scariest word in the world those two words because you don't know you don't under, you don't know as you said nine sacks in as in his entire career Aiden Hutchinson had 14, and 14 and this, year. this year so and was second in the in the Heisman bowl I believe mm-hmm. he was clearly overall the best defensive lineman throughout the entire year some people will say well he didn't show up against the Georgia in the Georgia game um which i, I think the entire team missed the missed the ride there mm-hmm. they they just weren't present i think Georgia just beat them down um but you know it's 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 strange that People get fascinated, more fascinated with young men when they put shorts and T-shirts on than when they actually have football pads and helmets on. Um, The game is played in helmets and shoulder pads. Mm -hmm. It is played uh, in between lines where you're facing other men. And it's not at a combine where you have to run, jump and, and, you know, do drills to, to show
0: how elite you are. And if you've never worn a helmet, the helmets are heavy. Mm-hmm. And then you put on all those pads. Jerry Rice ran a 40 as fast in pads as out of pads. Yeah,
2: and and some people are that that's some people just don't test well, but when you put on their game film, they are extremely fast, they're extremely quick, strong, powerful, mm-hmm. and they do all of the things on the football field that matter, which is in my opinion, if I'm drafting football players, I want to see what they do on the field.
1: Well, as we wind down the show, we want to let everybody know that we do have a pull-up right now. Randy and mm-hmm. I drafted our ultimate Cardinals brawl teams. Guys from the St. Louis Cardinals in uniform right now that we would want behind us if things were going down. Randy's team, my team, they're both up at 101ESPN.com. We want people to cast their votes. Kerry Davis is one of the toughest guys we know. We've <laughs> got to get his take on it. So, CD, I'm going to give you both of our teams okay. and then you cast your vote. Okay. So, Randy's team is Nolan Aranato, Brendan Donovan.
0: Brendan Donovan, by the way, UFC fighter. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. well, that Matters. It does. That G- definitely matters.
1: Giovanni Gallegos, who hopped the fence G- yesterday.
2: I was now when I saw that. That to me lets me know that that person really wants to fight yeah. and is trying to get to the action <laughs> as soon as possible. <laughs> I don't want to go out of door. I don't want to go. Over. I want to go over because the quickest point between two lines is a, between two points is a that straight line. Was. Let and, me get there.
1: And sneaky athleticism. I'm there you G- go too. Jack yeah. Flaherty, Albert Poolholes, and then his sixth man is Jordan Hicks. Good okay. athlete there.
2: And, and a big guy.
1: Yes. Yes. My team, Yadir Molina. Tyler O'Neill, strength hello he, he is talking about quick first jump did you see Paul Goldschmidt run out of the dugout <laughs> didn't even think twice he was he was ride or die ready to go Adam Wainwright that was my zag kill him with kindness Stubby Clap who we saw body Tackle Pete Alonzo yesterday got him down on
2: the ground. and then yep. my
1: sixth man is Miles Michaelis who ate a lizard we, we, we need oh, crazy
2: that is nuts that's crazy Um, so I told you earlier I, I was with your team until I saw the Wainwright pick because Waino is is a nice guy Yeah, so And nice. and to me he's more of a guy that's going to defuse the fight and if we're in a fight I want people that are going to fight in the fight and so I, I went with characters team I thought oh, that they man. were they were you know a little bit crazier a little bit you know I did like your Yachty but I loved your Yachty, the Yachty pick I, I think that thank was you. the the best pick of the draft thank you because he, he definitely is the one that when you see him, you don't really want to bother him. You don't really want to say anything wrong because maybe it, you don't know what that thing is is gonna cause him to, to snap. So it could just be a look. It could. It could be, and and that may be all that it takes. So I I, I love that pick, but I got to go with Randy's team.
0: And that CD knows because he has it. That that dad
2: strength. Oh yeah, that, that, that Albert has that. I was waiting on someone to pick Albert because that would have been I, he would have been you know my third <laughs> second to third pick because the dad strength is a real thing. As a dad, you mm-hmm. know, as as yep. a former athlete and a father, you have a different set of strength that comes with that the older you get.
1: Adam Wainwright has like five kids. Yeah, then but he's yeah. the strongest one of the bunch. Yeah. <sighs> but he's nice. He's gonna he's gonna defuse it. He's also competitive though. He's not gonna Extremely. He's not gonna yeah. let his guys. I don't think get he's gonna down. let
2: somebody punch on him. I just don't know if
0: he's going to punch first. Is he gonna knock anybody out? That's what I
2: want.
1: But think about his reach, guys. How tall is Adam Wainwright?
0: I, I think the reach is with the flat hand, six, though. Seven. Keeping <laughs> him away.
1: He's six,
0: seven, Keeping him away. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Come on. Let's just calm down here. Let's calm down here. I think yeah, that's... He's that's that. for him off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, know, yeah. I think Heisman. Jack Flaherty is swinging. I think so. With, with
2: clenched fist. And if Gallegos <laughs> is jumping bullpen fences, he he's <laughs> definitely he's, needs to be in the in the bunch. <laughs> he's enthusiastic about it, man. CD, it's great to see you. Thank you. Love I appreciate you. you guys. Love you, too, man. Gary Davis.
3: one of the all-time greats.